keeping you up to date with all the latest news and developments on COVID-19 702. Let's dive into the world of Qalebs now with Khotso Rams, television host and entertainment enthusiast, Molo. Hey man, so far so good. As you can see, I'm excited for the weekend. Yes, (laughs) I think we're all excited for the first level three weekend. We're all quite excited about that one. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see whether or not people's booze stocks last them until Monday. We know that uh, uh, liquor stores are closed on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. But uh, more to the point, let's let's find out what's uh, been going down in the world of entertainment. Uh, A big, big big deal has of course this week been the protests around George Floyd's death and uh, we have seen some pretty questionable moves by big brands uh, trying yeah. to cash in on uh, the social movements that that have sprung up around that. Yeah, that's so true. This has been a very heavy week um, for really a lot of people in the world and in fact it's been quite triggering um, and it is quite unfortunate that there are big brands such like L'Oreal, that are using this opportunity to create marketing um, around around their brands. For instance, uh, L'Oreal was recently involved in some heavy backlash after they tweeted um, in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, They stated that standing up is worth it, which obviously ties in with the brand's uh, slogan. The issue with this, though, is the inconsistency um, of the sudden... Um, supports of the Black Lives Matter movement because in 2017, their first, they, they had their first um, trans model who was a spokesperson, Monroe Bergdorf, who was speaking out about not just being trans but about being a black model and about the, the racism that she had faced. Soon after, L'Oreal distanced themselves from her, citing that her views and opinions are at odds with the values of the company. Um, so she did speak out against them saying, how could you decide to do this? You're gaslighting, you're hypocrite, you know. And we cannot forget that around 2008-2009, when Beyonce was the face and spokesperson of the brand, that they were accused of whitewashing um, a lot of Beyonce's pictures to make her seem more white-looking um, in order to sell their products um, to that market, you know. And then again, around 2008-2009, the company was found guilty of racial discrimination. Uh, there was a clause in a lot of their marketing contracts that they are to find essentially only white models and that any model of color, of Asian descent, um, of Arab descent are to not be considered for any marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was, uh, they did find themselves in, uh, you know, quite the pickle there. They have yet to comment on all the backlash they've received. So, of course, I will be keeping you on updated um, as it happens. And such a very, very uh, difficult terrain to try and navigate as a brand there. Yeah. Uh, people at the yeah. end of the day, yeah, they have a lot of information at their fingertips. They can easily point out uh, hypocrisy when they see it. Uh, and L'Oreal, I suppose. Like right here, right now, here the receipt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Talking about social media, besides the hashtag Black Lives Matter and Blackout Tuesday, there was also a hashtag I was. Well, what was that about? Yeah, this was so uh, powerful, actually. So what had happened was that a whole bunch of women, particularly um, celebrities, came out on Twitter to share stories of the first time they were sexually assaulted. 
Um, so this did become an international trend, even reaching our South African shores as a big tide of beauty influencers. Khotso, are you there? You're, you're breaking up a little bit. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, oh, you were saying. Yes. Uh, so- uh, um, I'm not too sure if you if you have got us on loudspeaker or maybe on a headset or something like that, but uh, we lose you pretty easily. Are you still with us? Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. Go ahead. Okay. I guess I should just let me just that off. <laughs> yes. Um, so the IWAS hashtag did eventually reach South African shores. Um, and Ms. Salim Dimaitu, who was a prominent beauty influencer, even shared her experiences, saying that she was first sexually assaulted when she was 22. Other stars came out to support, like Candice Murisella, the popular actress as well as TV presenter, shared her story with an almost kidnapping case by a police officer. So not just celebrities, but supporters and fans alike all came out sharing their stories, sharing um, their, you know, their, 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 their brush with uh, sexual assault. So it was, like I said, it was a very heavy week, but this was something that was empowering. And a lot of people sort of stepped away from the shame attached to it and just spoke out. So it really was a beautiful thing that, that eventually came out in the end, you know. Sticking with social, sticking with social media, there another uh, topic of of conversation has been the return to liquor stores, right? And we mentioned how they yeah. closed uh, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I suppose it was to be yeah. expected that you're going to have these long snaking queues uh, oh, outside cool. bottle stores. But uh, it didn't mean that uh, that Prince KB was having any of it. He took to social media to criticize folks that were spending yeah. very, very scarce cash on mm. booze. Yeah. You know, it's so funny that since the lockdown, a lot of celebrities have been sort of giving unsolicited advice as to what to do and how to spend their money. Prince KB is just one of those stars that jumped in on the bandwagon. And he actually tweeted, don't spend your money, you're going to need it later. Okay? Basically comparing um, booze money, which you could, suggesting that it could be used for something else, like investing or housing, that sort of thing. So a lot of stars, uh, he did receive quite a lot of backlash about this, just saying, leave us to spend our money as we see fit. It is our money. We will decide where it goes and how it's spent. Even Boise jumped in on this, saying that, wait, so now I must not spend my 150 rand for a six-pack, and instead I should go find housing with that amount of money. What do you mean, you know? Yo, <laughs> this yo, thing did yo, take yo. quite an interesting turn, though, where they were comparing a bag of cement, which cost about 89 rand and 95 uh, cents, to a six-pack of about 79 rand and 95 cents. So people are like, parties, rather buy bags of cement as opposed to a six-pack. It was just a really interesting um, conversation that, that they were having there. But, of course, South Africans are South Africans, and we like what we like. So uh, a lot of people just sort of went about their own way and decided that maybe we should save our money by not supporting your music, Prince KB. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> people went for Prince KB in a big way there. Uh, another instance yeah. of it really blowing up in his face. Uh, moving from South African shores, uh, we've been speaking about the Black Lives uh, movement and, of course, Black Lives uh, uh, Matter, uh, the protests around George Floyd's deaths, John Boyega, uh, yeah. in a sea of protest, um, mm. really offering us a, 
uh, island of clarity. Mm, completely. John Boyega has essentially become a role model. In fact, a hero to a lot of people just in the past couple of hours. So a lot of people may not know him, but he, he, came, he rose into prominence just a couple of years ago um, after being cast in the Star Wars franchise, right? So he's an incredible actor and producer. And, of course, the Black Lives Matter movement is a global issue. So in London, which is where he's from, he was uh, part of the marches and the protests that happened there. And he essentially said, I don't care if this makes me lose my job, if I don't get any more work after this, but I have to say what I have to say. And then he just went on to say that um, he mentioned all of these other, um, aside from George Floyd, he mentioned people like uh, Trayvon Martin, Stephen Lawrence, just stating that their physical representation is support for the people who have been killed due to police, police brutality. And, um, but the good thing is that a lot of people did come out in support of John Boyega. I mean, Jordan Peele, who directed the movie Us from last year, as well as uh, Moonlight from a couple of years ago, came out in support and was like, you know what, don't you worry, we got you. You know, a lot of his Star Wars co-stars and even the production came out in support of John Boyega for speaking out against uh, Black Lives Matter. And John Boyega was incredibly emotional just throughout um, the protest. So it is really nice to see celebrities doing this, you know, uh, speaking out and standing up for what they believe in. I think the one thing, that, that the one question that's posed, though, is that how important is it for celebrities to actually do this? Um, Nick, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, it's an important uh, time for celebrities mm. to, to actually offer substance, though, not to, I don't know, just post a picture of a of a black frame and uh, put the yeah. hashtag Black Lives Matter. I mean, anybody can do that. Yeah. Social media is cheap. True. But if you're offering substance, you, if you're offering uh, some really measured commentary and some measured thoughts, I think that it, it can't mm. come at a more critical time. Uh, honesty is not only the best policy, it's, it's really the only thing that matters uh, right now. Talking about honesty, yeah. uh, Kylie, Kylie Jenner, <laughs> it would seem as though she hasn't been that honest about uh, how Ooh. much she's actually worth. Yeah, this is so shocking. I mean, our billion-dollar baby is our billionaire. What do you mean? So, so recently, uh, the Forbes re- revoked her billionaire status, citing that there's allegedly uh, stories going around that she fabricated a lot of the a lot of the documents, which confirmed that she was, in actual fact, a billionaire. You know, um, there were a whole bunch of reports that state that she fabricated. Uh, those documents saying that her tax clearance and her tax certificate may in actual fact be fraudulent. So there is currently an investigation to figure out where is the truth and where is the lie, you know? She does face some serious jail time um, should she be found guilty of fabricating this information. The Forbes list, though, did revoke, like I said, they revoked a billionaire status, but they have put her between just, just, just over the 900 million mark in terms of her earnings. Um, but yes, we will be keeping updated on that as it happens. She did tweet about it, though, stating that she knows nothing of the sort, you know, and she just woke up to find these news, but she is grateful. She has a great family. She's got a great business, and she's doing okay, and there are a hundred other things that she'd much rather be fixated on than worry about this.
So it is quite an interesting response that she gave there. But a lot of people are like, it's just so typical of the Kardashians. Because a couple of years ago, when Kylie Jenner herself was accused of having done some sort of surgery around her lips, because her lips just suddenly grew a couple of sizes, she lied and said, no, it's just, I, I overlined my lips. And then, of course, she later came out with the truth taking that it is lip fillers and it's something she's been insecure about. So a lot of people are like, Kardashians lie. The Kardashian Jenner clan lie. So they're not really too surprised about it, although they are quite heartbroken. Um, but a lot of people are also questioning Forbes, Forbes' credibility, that how could such a thing happen in the first place? You know, how could you allow someone like this to potentially fabricate uh, their income details when it's fine that it's actually false. So, like I said, we are going to be keeping a close eye on the story, and uh, I will be updating you as we go along. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the Jenners, uh, really, just famous for no other good reason than <laughs> being famous. But uh, famous, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's finish up with uh, something that really took social media by storm a couple of weeks back. Uh, Bianca Scobie, oh. Yo, she was dragged over the coals for tweets that she made six years ago. And I suppose yeah. uh, our very own Miss Universe, uh, Sosbini Tunzi, she uh, is trying to uh, prevent a backlash of her own, apologizing for yeah. her questionable social media posts back in the day. Absolutely. I think it was such a smart move. So remember Bianca Scooby rose to prominence as the fan favorite from her Miss, 20, Miss SA 2020 Entry. A lot of people are like, yes, girl, we want you to win. She is incredibly gorgeous, of course. Uh, but tweets from six years ago in which she said a number of doses, a lot of hate speech. She used the N-word, a lot of derogatory terms referring to women, and even body-shaming women. So all of those tweets from six years ago essentially forced her to withdraw from the competition because the hashtag Bianca must fall um, was, was trending everywhere, you know. So she had to withdraw. So... Of course, everybody found out about this, and even Zosbina herself decided to look back at her old Facebook and Twitter posts, and she too saw that there are a number of things that she said back then which are incredibly unsavory. So she just went ahead of the scandal, like, you know what, I would like to apologize for everything that I have, may have said back then that could have hurt anybody, that could have confused anybody. I am not the same person that I was then as I am right now. Should these posts resurface? Just know that um, I was a I was a much different person, and I would just like to apologize in advance. Um, should they should they resurface, which I think was a very smart move. Um, the last thing you need are your old tweets coming out and ruining what you have right now, as was the case with Bianca. Um, how do you feel about tweets from a couple of years ago surfacing right now and being used as a weapon to bring you down? Uh, bro, I, I didn't get that question. I'm just like trying to find my tweets from about five years ago to see if there's any questionable <laughs> stuff there. <laughs> there's a lot of questionable stuff. Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted the other day that I hope whatever happens, I don't have like a tweet that I said when I was in a bad mood about something and that's used against me. So it is quite true getting ahead of old tweets and old Facebook updates. Um, but I guess the one lesson here is that we really should do a social media cleanup and just make sure that everything is above board because you just never know. You just yeah, never very, know, very you know? true. Very, very true. Oh. Uh, and also, I mean, social media is not uh, the forgiving place. I, I, I can't even 
begin to understand why I'm making this comparison that uh, social media is not as a forgiving place as society, which at least allows you to learn. If you've made a mistake on social media, it's there forever and you will be held accountable yeah. whether you like it or not. It's strange. You are. There's such a different degree um, in, in how you're persecuted. I think it's because when something's on the internet, it lasts forever. So whether or not you move on or we all move on, we can always just rehash that tweet or that screenshot and let that be used against you, which is strange because in actual, you know, life and on the street, that's not the same measuring tape that's used. So it is quite a strange um, analogy that you, that you bring up there. I don't know. Khotso, how do we keep up to date with you and the comings and goings in the entertainment world during the week? Yes. So you can go to the website, thepostofficially.com. That's where you'll find all the latest in entertainment news, as well as a clip of this very podcast. Otherwise, you can follow me on all your social media platforms at Khotso Rams, or you can just search for Skinny Rambo, and I'll be there. Khotsarams, always a pleasure there. Our entertainment enthusiast, him and Loazi Khadebe, keeping us up to date every Friday with the comings and goings in your world of entertainment, the celeb news that you need to know.